Hi, everyone. Thank you so much for listening to The Bald and the Beautiful with Trixie Mattel and Katya Zamolachikova. This week, we are revisiting our very first episode, the inaugural edition of The Bald and the Beautiful. Next week, we will be back with some very lovely surprises. So stay tuned and have a lovely week. Happy listening. Okay. Hey, listen. Hi. <laughs> well, we did it. We did it. Well, we, we got it. We found a way to not get in drag ever again. <laughs> This is Katya. I'm Trixie. And we, because we've appeared so many times in so many forms in a video format, we thought we'd finally give you a boner break just so that you can focus <laughs> on our voices. You know, I hate that the worst part about drag is that because I'm so beautiful uh-huh. and so sexy, some uh-huh. would say erotic. Uh-huh. If you will, thank you. Yes. Excuse me. Yes, you will. It's hard for people to listen to my thoughts because instead of what's in my head, they're thinking of putting their dick in my head. <laughs> Through my mouth and also other parts of my body. Oh. <laughs> You're just a big blonde bimbo yeah. with huge fuckable titties. Yeah. <laughs> and what? And something I think we really need to establish is obviously welcome to this brand new podcast. Yes. This was inspired by many people through the years reaching out and saying, you know what? I'll put YouTube, I'll put one of your YouTube shows, whatever, on in uh-huh. the car, and I'll just let it play like it's a podcast, Yeah, which I don't recommend. I don't recommend that Watching either. things on your phone while you're driving. No. No, no, no. But what I do recommend is, is subscribing to this podcast, because this to is a podcast. Podcast. Yeah, uh-huh. That's right. And you know what? I'm going to make a commitment right here and now on this. Mm? I'm going to interrupt you less. <gasps> oh, now, okay. I'm so glad you mentioned that, because I was going to bring a dinger. Ding. Oh, I was going to bring a dinger. I don't have a dinger, but I'll bring a dinger next time. Um, uh, uh, an interrupting dinger. <gasps> you know what we should... Here, wait. I have something. Oh, perfect. Yeah. That's the shade button. But something I want to in- incorporate into this, too, is we should do sound effects. Sound effects, yeah. And um, but I also want to... I think every... We're always Trixie and Katya, and I think in this, I think you should, you should be... It should be Katya and Trixie. <laughs> Alphabetical. Yes. Alphabetical. Because now that I'm not in drag, you know, I'm not going to eclipse you as much. <laughs> Physically eclipse you, by the way, <laughs> by being several inches taller than you, wider than you, with bigger hair. <laughs> I know. If I turn sideways, I'd just become invisible. <laughs> you know, when people ask you, what's it like living in my shadow? <laughs> they don't mean I'm more famous cool. than you. It's very cool and comfortable. <laughs> Yeah. Um, I'm wearing a wig. Now, this is called The Bald and the Beautiful. We are, in fact, two bald, faggy fucks. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the concept. I do, too. You know, too. you came up with it. Yes, I did. It's from a soap opera. Have you ever seen The Bold and the Beautiful? I have not. Neither have I. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. But um, I think that on this show, we intend to... Listen, we don't endorse or... Uh, how do I say this? Whether or not you believe in certain beauty things mattering or not mattering in society, we are here to objectively talk about people's relationships with beauty. Yeah. Be and, it like hair extensions and lipstick yeah. or body image or perfume yeah. or celebrity beauty trends. Yeah. Or the rejection of those things. Like, mm-hmm. you know, the people who say, I'm not interested in all that. Who don't? I'm just looking for a natural lady. Right. You know, that, that kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> you know her? Ginger? Yeah. 
Definitely. <laughs> so, so I mean, and we can we're going to talk about um, our relationship to, and our rejection of, and our in, uh, participation in, and our rejection of certain uh, concepts of beauty, style, fashion, yada yada, and um, also yeah. you know other people's. And we're very passionate about both the extremes of beauty. I mean, like. Oh yes. Wiglets and eyebrow tattoos and all that. <laughs> yeah. But I also love people just flat out saying this was the age I you know like stopped wearing concealer period or mm-hmm. or male celebrities uh doing spray tans. I mean that counts as beauty. There's yeah, a lot of two pays. Gluing a on piece. a piece. A piece. Gluing on a piece. A, a hair system. Have you ever read that did you have to read that book in school called A Separate Piece? Do you know what that was called? Is it you know about that, a wig? That was about a wig, about a wiglet, about a man's journey with a piece, gluing it on every day. Um, and I, uh, but I'm fascinated because my interest in beauty and my participation in beauty goes into the grotesque. Well, that's why I think you and I are actually are very qualified to talk about some of this stuff. Because let's be honest, we have infiltrated an entire industry that hinges on being gorgeous just to get your yeah. foot in the door that foot yeah. has to be pedicured yep and you and i out of drag let's be honest it's a gnarled claw yes <laughs> if we weren't if we were at a gay bar and we weren't gay famous ain't nobody would talk to us not, not if i was a bathroom attendant at a gay bar people wouldn't even take a starburst from me yeah and that's and that's why we're, we're in the very unique position of 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 straddling both worlds one of middle earth in one, in one of Hollywood. Yeah, really. You know? Yeah. Because out of drag, we really get to parody and use all the tropes of Americanized beauty to our advantage by both making fun of it, but also, I mean, even if we're making fun of it, we still look great. And but, profiting off of it. And profiting off of it. Yeah. So I think like as drag queens, especially you and I, we both like make fun of beauty standards, but we also sort of celebrate that like you can be kind of not that great and you can invoke the smoke and the mirrors and the spells and the pentagrams Mm -hmm. and turn into a pretty passable person yeah yeah i'm extremely passable and i (laughs) and something i've found about cosmetics and beauty and perfume and everything is there's also it's an industry that's never the same people have different relationships with beauty and stuff all the time yeah, and also I'm I'm fascinated. I mean, I'm fascinated by your participation in the in the business side of it because I the trend just the trend factor of like beauty trends makes my head spin. Yeah, I mean, whether or not, I mean, even people let's let's say you're not a person who wears what makeup or whatever, whether or not you believe in it, quote unquote, look at the industry. Mm-hmm. Billions, beauty has been trillions. one of the biggest industries you can be in forever. And it's never yeah. going to go anywhere. No. And the technology is always changing. Yeah. And celebrities using it or abusing it is always changing. Yeah. And we have so many people in our lives as Trixie and Katya, we've gotten to meet so many makeup artists, stylists, designers, mm. models, drag queens. We know some of the people who are probably the most influential in beauty. Yeah. Casually. We know in them. front and behind the camera. Mm-hmm. And I usually find that the people in behind the camera are the more fascinating ones. Absolutely. 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 I'm so happy you brought that up. <laughs> Pivoting to the left. Uh, yeah. It's, uh, Wait, let me ask you right now, though. What? Do you feel beautiful right now? Yes! At this moment? I do. And what? And what? Do you, t- tell me. Tell me. Why Describe to me well, how beautiful you are. Well, speaking of beauty, oh. I, it's called, them, them are COVID toms. Them are Ender, ending toms. Yeah, yeah it's these strong toms. And I was on a run the other day and I ran by the Ulta uh-huh. and I was bewitched and I went, I haven't been inside like a beauty store of any kind in a long time. And I had my mask on. I went in there and I shopped for makeup because I'm so tan. I don't match anything. 
Oh. And it was just so magical to be at a makeup store. Really? Okay, yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and all the testers are taped shut because yeah, of COVID. I was going to ask, did they let you test anything? No, no, nothing is even openable. Leave it up to chance. So I had to just, by eye, sort of match some products for myself. And I got home and I'm, I guess I'm still tan enough that still nothing, it's all too light, but that's okay. It's okay. You know what else? I mean, you don't, you don't shop for makeup or anything. Not really. No, I don't. Your favorite well, product is whatever gets sent in the mail. Whatever so gets sent in the free. mail. And um, I, what, I, what, I, what I do is I go to the makeup store. I did go to the makeup store to get something. I don't remember what. But I go in there, pretend like I've never bought makeup in my life. And I ask a question. I say, what is an eyeliner? No, you don't. I do. Well, because of the way I look out of drag, which is... Let's just say I don't look like a fierce YouTube makeup person. Going, uh-huh. to, people think I'm shopping you for look someone. Like Bob the Builder. Yes, yeah. mm-hmm. but that, but now I'm actually too famous. Now at Ulta's and Sephora's or at Max, I get the Primo treatment because they know who I am. Well, see, I'll I'll either do the what I said first, or I'll do the other thing. I was like, I'm shopping for my girlfriend, and um, she's <laughs> my girlfriend. I'm shopping for my girlfriend. I'm shopping she for my girlfriend. Do you have anything for skin? She has really good skin. And she also likes to highlight her eyes. What does she look like? No. Okay, she has two eyes. <laughs> Long hair. Long hair. she got six teeth. <laughs> she got six of them. A swan like Nick. She's <laughs> swan like Nick. <laughs> no, but um, I, no, I, I mean, and not just makeup and hair. I hope on this show... We could talk about other, I don't want to say inner beauty, but let's say self-image. Oh, no, no, I want to talk about inner beauty. I want to- Yeah, like self-image, body image. What do you think about, what do you think inner beauty is? Inner beauty is a crock of shit. You think? Yeah, I know. Inner beauty is a crock of shit. Let me tell you, a a good character is attractive. Well, this is the T. Beauty is in the eye of the beholder, right? Yeah, sure. And let's say I think standing by your word is really important. If you're somebody who stands by your word- I would find that attractive and beautiful. Would you say beautiful? I mean, what do we attribute to inner beauty? Confidence, kindness, compassion, uh, compassion, intelligence, all, all, all probably. of the pillars of a good character. Yeah, yeah, honesty. Um, and you know, my favorite phrase: God doesn't give up both hands. He sure doesn't. So, <laughs> I, 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 as an ugly person, I only get by when I see a hot person. I go. They're an idiot and they're a terrible person. Idiot, rotted, yeah. Which is why we have, we have so many friends. Let's see. Devin Green, for example. Yep. Gorgeous. Yep. Nice. Nice. Smart, fun, interesting. Generous, compassionate. Yeah. Um, uh, I pretend people like her don't exist. Yeah. <laughs> people who have it all, you know? <laughs> well, she comes from Canada, though. That's, she's cheating northern the system. Northern Canada. Yeah. Well, all of Canada's northern. Oh, that's <laughs> true. <laughs> She's from Southern Canada. She's from she's from uh, Manitoba. So I'm not ca- sure that place actually exists. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just in terms of ne- she's from the 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 netherworld. She's otherworldly is what I'm trying to say. She's the exception. She's from New Zealand. Yeah. <laughs> New Zealand. New Zealand. You come from New Zealand. And then other aspects of beauty I think we could talk about include fitness for sure. Yeah. Or body positive relationships with yourselves at different weights. I mean, body modification, body modifications. God, do we have people who could inform us on that on this we show? Could do all, we could, and also we could talk about locational differences because I, I mean, I'm sure you've noticed, but moving from um, Wisconsin to LA, me moving from New England to LA, the whole uh, Scrabble board is shuffled around. Yep. I literally just got my lips done and Mary, I want more. Yeah. The Scrabble board gets shuffled around and the, the like a, I guess what you call it in sports, football. The first down the first for what down. you would consider too much plastic surgery. Once you've lived here, it moves. Oh yeah, 
Absolutely. pretty soon what was noticeable is not like to me when I when I first moved here and I saw people with work done it was like a conversation I had for two days. I saw this lady who had big lips, whatever. Yeah. And now I don't even think about it. Yeah. It does. It, you get completely used to it. And it's like there, the line of what is too much is kind of like yeah. way far off in the distance. Now my story is like, we went to Gelson's and found parking, <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. like, that that's the unicorn. That's my hot story. <laughs> yeah. Hot takes. Yeah. Oh, and, and, and you know, uh, we have so many people in our lives who I can't wait to have on here, especially since we know so many funny people. Uh-huh. We know so many people who are famous, but still do their own hair and makeup. Yeah. People who choose not to wear makeup. Yeah. I mean, you don't, cause you don't even, we, neither of us have hair. We are, we're bald as fuck. Bald. I, and I recently shaved my head down to the skin. I'm wearing a wig right now just for personal safety. You like a hard boiled yeah. egg. Um, hard boiled egg. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't feel safe unless I have my wig lit on. An egg in this that's apartment. been road hard yeah. and put away boiled. <laughs> yeah. That's what you looked like. Yeah. Um, but I, I, comp- I shaved it down to the skin in the shower. It was a revelation. It was a. It it's kind of fun. It was really fun. It was really interesting. I thought I was going to. I thought I was going to rake off the epidermis and I'd be like Hellraiser. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like pinhead. But it actually came out pretty smooth. However, because I have. Um, because I have pretty severely shaved uh, three quarters of my eyebrows off, uh-huh. I've been experimenting with daytime makeup, which is the the, the pencil. Makes a huge difference. I couldn't even tell you until you mentioned something. Yeah, yeah. It's essential because- Which is crazy because I've never seen you wear out of drag, not a stitch of makeup, really ever. I don't wear it. I can't do it. Yeah. I can't. It's, it, there's a line because I think it's about, uh, it's a part of male privilege that I enjoy to the max. Is being- a, a gutter, a, a, a walking devil's out rejects. of my apartment, looking like the roadkill, like looking like roadkill from the devil's rejects, yeah. and being able to like walk, you know, uh, walk through society and have that be acceptable. Looking like a burnt pancake, <laughs> <laughs> looking like a, a burnt pancake on a wheelbarrow. Like that's yeah. what that's what I look like. Yeah, <laughs> look like a rubber Bart Simpson toy that melted in the sun. Yeah, but I but so but I also have to face my um. I want to face my prejudice. I have certain prejudices in certain um, uh, preconceived uh, uh, judgments of men who wear makeup, and I want to. I want to. I want to face that. Like I'm on Tyra, Tyra Banks show, or like I'm on. Um, do you know Povich. I wear makeup? Um, I do. During and the I'm day. ashamed. <laughs> just kidding. I'm just kidding. I pretty much out of drag. I pretty much wear like a tinted moisturizer, tinted sunscreen every single day. Okay, and that is for sunblock and moisturization and it just evens out my face. So it's just, so it's a twofer. It's, it's protection and vanity. Yeah. And most of them also are things like anti-pollutants that it has all that to it too. Free radicals. Yeah. And then my brows aren't very full. So I wear gel every day. You wearing it right now? Like a brow mascara. Yeah. You wearing it right now? Mm-hmm. Can't tell at all. Yeah. It just coats the hair because I have a lot of hairs, but they're not very dark. So it just makes them more and because I'm so no hair on my head Yeah, for me. And you're kind of blonde. Oh. Which is a little more forgiving, I think, with it, eyebrows. It is forgiving because they're they're barely there, but they are there. Yeah. Because once you get rid of them, oh, it's yeah, it's off the rails. Ooh. I wear a little concealer sometimes okay. under the eyes. Um, okay. If I'm really tan, I do a little bronzer so that I match my body. Oh. Wait, then what, I do a full lip. Then I do a thick, <laughs> lip liner. shadows. Yeah, no. <laughs> Bottom lashes. I always wear lip balm. <laughs> Fake jewelry. <laughs> yeah. And then I wear cologne pretty much. Honestly, literally everywhere but bed, I wear cologne all the time. I I, I do that too. But I also, and I, I smoke, which is great for the skin. I smoke. I smoke. Oh, I smoke. Yeah. I wear, I wear perfume. <laughs> 
Yeah, you wear cologne. I've seen you wear cologne. Is that part of, is the smoking kind of part of what makes you wear cologne? Absolutely. Okay. Also, the smelling like shit. Do you like shopping? <laughs> <laughs> I smell like shit. Have you ever, have you ever seen, have you ever been, uh, have, you ever, have you ever driven cross country? Yeah. You ever stopped in Arkansas and picked up a dead hog and smelled its asshole? Okay. That's what I smell like. <laughs> <laughs> I smell like an armadillo that got eaten from the inside out. Yes. I, I've been, so I, the past two days, yeah. I lift up my arms and I smell my armpits and I, I recoil in terror and horror. Well, some of the people listening might know us from the New York Times bestseller list. And in that book we wrote, Trixie and Katya's Guide to Modern Womanhood, now available yes. everywhere. Yeah. There's a part where you mention your relationship with hygiene, which I think counts as beauty. Absolutely. Hygiene. Yeah. And somebody had to tell you you smell. They had to tell me to my face in the bed. You didn't say he, it was me in the book, but it was. <laughs> he told me in, but guess what I had the, I mean, I had the audacity to invite this man into my bed for a sexual purpose. Yeah. And a sexual purpose that involved oral sex of one of some kind or another. You can yeah. imagine, put the, connect the dots. Yeah. And I allowed him to enter my cave with it being filled with corpses. Right. House of a Thousand Corpses. That's your, that's <laughs> yeah. your cry, just House of a Thousand <laughs> Corpses. There and was this girl, there was this girl I went to high school with, and she wore, I didn't know at the time, when you're a teenager, you don't know what foundation is, whatever. She wore liquid foundation with no powder and she had super oily skin. So she looked <gasps> one color wet. and wet all day and people called her P.O.D., Pile of death. <laughs> Isn't that wrong? I don't even remember her name. I am more. I am more. I, and, I, and I remember the gay boy in our school was like, I mean, it's like she's not even powdering her foundation. I am more horrified by the fact that it was understood what that acronym meant. Yep. P.O.D. P.O.D. Pile, Pile of, death. of death. Girl, small towns. There was a girl. There was a girl who had a mole between her eyes, a big mole between her eyes, oh. and people called her third eye blind. Oh, <laughs> third no. eye blind. Third eye blind. Girl, I went to school with the girl Penny Nickel. Penny, how about Precious? She Valentine? went to Crivitz, Wisconsin. Well, I won't say where she's from because she went to Crivitz, Wisconsin. But she was a girl. Penny Nickel. I went to kindergarten with her, and people called her Six Cents. The Six Cents. That's, but see, okay. At least that's creative. That's clever. Yeah. I feel like that's clever. Bullying is fine as long as it's clever. (laughs) It's got to involve a significant amount of wordplay for it to be, no, oh. I mean, did you get bullied? Did you get bullied? No. Did you, did you, um. I mean, people maybe call me fag, but honestly, at the risk of sounding controversially brave, Mm. being called a fag never really bothered me that much. Because you were a fag. Yeah, and I was just like, I live in a small town and like the guy who drives the Chevy walked, drove by and called me a fag. Who cared? Like, I don't yeah. know. It wasn't the end of the world to me. Yeah, and you didn't get beat up, so that's okay. Yeah. I think when, it, you know, obviously. The and I wasn't life. out. I think it's worse if you're out. And when you're from such a small town like I was, the kids yeah. I went to kindergarten with were the same kids I graduated with. Oh, so like, gosh. I might be gay, but you knew me since yeah. I was five. Yeah, you knew. You've been new, sis. Yeah, you yeah. might not even totally, or you know what happened a lot. In a group, those guys would be mean to me, but one on one, they wouldn't. So it's almost like that mentality of like, it's, if they're in a group, they'll say faggot, but not, but yeah, not it's one that on one. Societal pressure because one on one, yeah, they were, you know, yeah, they wanted it. Yeah, <laughs> they wanted did you ever it. get it? No, but some of the, one of the gay guys I went to high school with, Corey. Hi, Corey. Corey. He cuts my hair whenever I go to Milwaukee. He's and he, um. He was openly gay. And you know, when you're closeted in high school, the openly gay kid is like, how could you do it? And thank God you're being gay. So no one looks at me. Exactly. Deflecting. <gasps> yes. Yeah. 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 It's kind of sad. But when you're insecure, thank God for that gay kid who takes the brunt of it. That's I completely agree. There he was, was really gay and he got laid left and right because he would go to these. Why am I whispering like these people are listening? <laughs> he would get laid left and right. He would go to these high school parties and like guys would want he would get laid. 
I, we got to have him on the pod. We, we absolutely do. I want him on the pod. I want to know about this. It's. I would love to have him. If you think my accent is strong, if he's full Wisconsin, you guys want to go to a car? Have fun in the car, or like it's try boy. the Vince Camuto. Try the Vince Camuto. You guys, pink Nicki Minaj, Pink Friday, free tote bag. <laughs> if you guys don't know, that's when I worked in the beauty department at Macy's at Mayfair Mall. Oh my god! So you never, you? I mean, I worked front desk at a salon. I went to beauty school. What are you bringing to this? I, I have know, so I much like, expertise. I, know, I think just natural beauty, effortless it, glamour. You're actually a lot more informed about, I think, celebrity beauty than I am. Yes, I, well, a celebrity beauty in fashion and also um, the ins and outs of alluring a man. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, say, I, I, mis, I misspoke. Luring a man into... Um, into a hole. Into a hole. Because I have a lot of experience and I have a lot of experience with what it the, the bare minimum of what it takes yes. to achieve a certain level of beauty that is acceptable to invite a man over into my house to do sex to me. And then, you know, all those different stages in between of like what is the full drag fantasy and what is the absolute like, you know, crypt keeper minimum. Well, you've also built a character that is sort of uh built on what society thinks a sex worker looks like sure yeah and i also look like who done it and ran out of drag which is i think is like there's a there's a wide chasm to cross when it comes to like um from zero to drag completely yeah that's why i think that we're going to be able to give really objective and interesting points of view because if we were two people who were hot in and out of their get up Ugh. how informed could you be because when you're truly beautiful your life is just different. Yeah, your life is different privilege. from birth. Pretty privilege. Everything you say is funnier. Every job you you probably hot people get hired easier. They get yeah. in a call. The hot people get everything. They get everything. I mean, and for people like us who've gotten a lot of stuff, knock on wood. Yeah. By honestly, we impersonate a hot person. Yeah. That's what we do. By hook or by crook. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Really. Yeah. Yep. All right. So let's take a little break. We'll see you in a bit. And we're back. And we're back. <laughs> I like this. I do too. I'm also holding the microphone like I'm, I'm like at a show because I haven't you done a show do in a stuff. long time. I know. And I, I mean, miss holding a microphone. I got to tell you, I miss it too. I miss holding And as much as I love wireless microphones, because I, tra I travel with a pink wireless. <laughs> do you? Yeah. What do you do with your hand? Oh, you play the guitar. I play the guitar. <laughs> so that keeps my both my hands pretty busy. Hands busy. <laughs> I'll let you know when I learn to play with one hand. Yeah, I don't know what I would... I don't know. I would. I would have restless hands. Well, I'd I probably start touching people. I love the cordless mic, but there's something about being on stage with the cord. Yeah, it makes me think of like when I was a kid wanting to be a performer. What that choreography was like having a cable. I do not like. You don't like the, the cable? cord? Oh, no. I do. Oh no 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 no! It makes me feel like a real stand up. Oh, I I don't I don't want to be a real stand up. I just want to have the microphone, and I I feel like I'm gonna um do that like cartoon thing where I'm gonna trip myself. I'm yeah. gonna be, like wrap it around my legs, trip, and everybody's gonna laugh at me. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Would you ever get one of those like truth or dare mics? Would you ever start wearing a head mic? Absolutely not, because then I feel like a telemarketer, or TED Talk, or, or uh, Tony Robinson. Yeah, I'd feel like a, a snake oil charlatan, a TED Talk speaker, or um, a telemarketer. A lot of teas. Yes. Yeah. I just, I love a, a strong uh, wireless mic with bright, with a bright thing on it. You know what I mean? So uh -huh. I can, with a battery, I just feel like the, a lot of safety in that. If we're talking beauty, we're also mm -hmm. talking like glamour. For you, who is the gaggiest epitome of glamour? Drop, your jaw drops every time. 
You wish you could just dive into their closet and take everything home with you. I mean, I'd probably say Naomi Campbell. That's a great choice. Never seen her look bad. Can wear anything. Even with at the most glam to the most pared down, it's impossible. It's an impossible level of glamour and beauty because of the 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 physicality of her bone structure. In the face. In I the mean, face. The on. face, the body, and it also the fact that there's been literally like no um there's there's no difference. The aging process has not degraded her glamour in the least at all. At all. At all. It's almost showcased it because it's made her yeah. glamour feel more like it's gilded. Yeah, twenty one year old looks like that. But yeah. for now it's like that is an older woman. Yeah, and it's it's um it's shocking. Like it's shocking. If you see her, you're like you're it's if you'll get to meet her someday. I would love to meet her. I would love to meet. Who have you met in real life? Who in real life, in real time, has has taken your breath away? Amanda, life? every time. Amanda. Okay. Amanda, every time. I've yeah. been Amanda probably five times. Amanda Lapore. Yeah, the, Amanda Lapore. People at home. I met her probably five times, and I mean, like when I was eighteen, like moving to my first apartment, buying makeup from CVS, being like, "I'm going to do drag," and I saw pictures of Amanda, and I was like, "Oh my god, that's what I want to look like," which hasn't happened. <laughs> but every time I meet her, it's just. And because she lives in New York, New Yorkers see her all the time at clubs. Yeah. They're not even impressed anymore. Right. I'm like, um, there's a unicorn in the room. Right. It's she like she's that. levitating. Yeah, she is that. The skin, the decolletage, the boobs. The, I mean, it's just perfect and petite. And the little voice, she is like she. It's like she stepped out of a cartoon. Yeah. And I, I admire that because I, not because I find her beauty relatable but i find her commitment to beauty extremely inspiring mm -hmm. if amanda can do that every day you can get in the shower i feel very attacked <laughs> <laughs> because i find getting into the shower every day something of a challenge well quarantine especially when yeah. when quarantine started i was like i'm showered in four days am i gross oh yeah i can relate to that like three because once i i, I, I never that. realized how much getting in drag creates shower moments for me drag was my home taking my wig off so i can get real the uh, drag for me for the longest time was the only consistent benchmark for hygiene yes because i would on drag days i would get into the shower before the show get into the shower after the show so that's least two two showers sometimes three a day in drag if the show is very late in the day i would have showered in the morning perhaps but so that's at least three times in the shower that's a very clean person yeah that's a very three clean times person. a day Two, at least two, sometimes three a day. If wow. it, there's a show, because I get it, I always get in. I don't take my makeup off and just stew in my. Because you know how much I sweat. Yeah. I have to get in the shower after the gig. Yeah. Well, you and I have both talked about. Sometimes we've done the neck down make the, the neck. Wait a minute, the neck down drag shower, and you do it with the wig I clipped up. With, oh, listen, <laughs> let me look, listen, 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 listen. So this is this is the. I mean, this is to be like. <laughs> This is the this is when I knew I was a little bit different. <laughs> this is honestly one of those moments where as a drag performer, it's one of those moments where I might relate more to a person who identifies as female yes. than a person who identifies as male. Yes. Because I don't like being in half drag, period. Uh -huh. I want to be a woman or a man. So this is let me let me set it up. So it's so this is um so 
I would do a show and I would organize a rendezvous with a with a gentleman caller for after the show. But of course, I've done two. I've done five numbers in boiling heat. So this I'm shocks. It shocks. So I'm sweat. I mean, from the neck down, it is hammer time on every orifice and crevice in it. So we have to do a little freshening up. However, the mug is still right. Wow. So I get into the shower. We do a neck down shower. But here's a twist. Because your skin's kind of dry, right? It, um, yes, extremely dry. So any sweating just sets the makeup. Uh-huh. I don't want to get Same. oily or shiny. Same. Yeah. So I get into the shower. I put the wig up. In like, now, a, okay. like, a, like an alligator clip? In, in a claw clip. Now, this is before lace fronts. This is a $35 wig. That could that have can just easily <laughs> be snatched. That can easily, I mean, with one with one pinky, just snatched right on and put on a on a hanger. This is not a this is not a unit that is glued to my head at all. This is a this is a shitty uh, shingo wig that is about to get cum in it that I keep on. I go to great lengths to clip, sometimes a scrunchie, and to, uh, a clip in the back to keep it off the nape of my neck. And I get in the shower and I feel like Kate Moss. I don't blame you. I I did something really similar recently. This year I was on tour with Grown Up and which is coming to all over the world and um my, my tour my band is all straight, yeah. right? And this is my first time probably living with straight men in close quarters and working with them all day. Probably my whole life. Okay, yeah. Never been that close to straight people before. Yeah. Straight guys especially. They're very straight. I met them. They're very straight and yeah. so accepting of how gay I mean, they don't they don't even bat an eye. Yeah. They're so proud to be in the show whatever. But because they were straight boys and I'm a drag queen. And so when I'm in drag, I do feel like the the girl. Yeah. If we were backstage and I was in like my backstage look like a robe, I had like bandana. So I would take the fall off and I would had wrap a bandana on my head like Rosie the Riveter. Like I just tied my hair up between numbers because I was too embarrassed to run around bald. So I would keep the wig on with my makeup on like, oh, I'm just a girl backstage getting ready. Yeah. And, and a few days into the tour, that sort of showmanship wore off. Yes. And eventually I was like, they don't care. Yeah, fuck, yeah, fuck these hoes. They're, they're not sniffing. Yeah, but the first few days I was like, oh, I don't want them to say, oh. <laughs> oh my God, I dropped some shit. Not that I wanted them to yeah. think I was cool, but like the woman in me was like, yeah. I can't show my unmentionables. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I miss that. Doing drag? I, I No, I miss doing the, uh, the after gigs. You miss doing the, 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 the feeling like a woman. You know what I don't like about it for you though? You're too famous now. No, no. It, yeah. It can't happen. You can't do it anymore. I, if I was, so I thought about it. I thought about getting on grind. So this is a, this is a, you know, in terms of like beauty, in terms of feeling attractive, feeling sexy and projecting a, an image out there, say social, we have social media or apps like hookup apps. I have the, I could do you know, me out of drag Brian, which is so problematic in so many ways. And then, um, <laughs> and then, but trying to do a drag profile, say for, for example, on Grinder, which is what a lot right. of people do. Cause there's a lot of guys who go for that kind of thing on Grinder now, but I can't do that either. Cause all I'm going to do is get messages from gay guys like, Hey girl, Hey girl, love your show. Whatever, da, da, da. Yeah. I mean, I, I have a grinder and that's pretty much at least half the messages. What do you show? You show your face. Yeah. I don't care. You know what I tell myself? Well, first of all, background for the audience. Some of the people just listening might not have known that you used to be a professional escort on the side. Yeah. Part-time hooker. Yeah. And after the shows, you would hook up. Yeah. I would hook up either for money or for fun, sometimes both. And that's almost like a whole nother personality besides drag. And it's, it was, it was, I'm telling, it was a, and I was very lucky. Listen, there's a lot of caveats going here because on the one hand, I don't want to condemn or glamorize or promote um, uh, a particular kind of sex work because mine was uh, 
was very um, optional. It was very... Um, Especially when you're working with men who, let's be honest, men who are interested in trans women or drag queens, they're usually not out. No. And they're usually no. extremely, uh, let's say, fragile about it. Yeah. And could pivot to volatile. homicide. Yeah. yeah. Volatile. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not exactly a safe environment for no. sex workers who present as like... You know, not not cis female, right, right, right. So it was. It, I didn't realize that. I didn't realize at the time that it was so dicey because I had, a, by and large, ninety nine percent of the time, a very safe experience. My the only only like hiccups I had was when they didn't show up. Oh no, that was the only depressing part. But it like never a got cake by. left out in the rain. Oh, you have no idea. <laughs> and then the desperation of me just in a like imagine me in Leg Avenue laundry at one thirty in the morning on my couch smoking a cigarette, crying. Oh God! <laughs> the leg avenue is the sad part. Yeah, I mean, if we're talking about beauty, one of the other things we want to touch on, we want to talk to people with, genital let's beauty. say, different genital genitals. Yeah. We're both really interested in interviewing somebody with a uh, micro penis. So, if anybody wants to come on the show, we'll oh. change your voice. We'll keep you anonymous. We want to have open, frank, compassionate conversation about what that's like. I, I'm so curious, and this is not a it's not a morbid fascination. It's not something I want to make fun of. It's I'm just, earnest. Earnest. I'm really, really, really curious about because uh, different genitals. I think we should also have a conversation with the flip side, somebody with a like extremely big dick. Cause the I think that presents different dome. problems. Yeah, absolutely. Another one I would love to uh, talk to a girl with maybe like a super small boobs versus really big boobs. That's a totally different yeah. lifestyle. Or a, 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 like a really um, <gasps> shallow I would, vagina. I would love to talk to, we know somebody in the industry who had um, implants removed. Yeah. That would be interesting to hear yeah, about. Totally. I want to hear about people with um, a plentiful labia. Yeah. Huge lips. Yeah. <laughs> and let's just uh, put it all out there right here too. We don't know everything and we aren't exemplary in any way. So on this show, I think we're going to learn a lot. And I, I can learn. guarantee that we're not always going to, let's say go into things with the right terminology yes, or we're, we're a bunch of we're faggy bald fucks who happen to be white cis men so yeah. we don't know shit in a lot of ways yeah so we're we're coming at this from a very like we would like to learn we would like to um we would like the the maybe perhaps a listener can uh learn through our ignorance <laughs> yes. or our ignorance can be a jumping off point for education because especially in beauty it can be very touchy you know when i worked in cosmetics my manager at the time she said we don't work in the beauty industry we work in the self-esteem industry oh. which is like when you're like doing someone's makeup at a counter you're only a few wrong things from somebody like crying in a chair in front of you do you know what i mean Oh my god! because people come in to talk about their skin texture yeah. i have small lips yeah. my eyes are sagging yeah. why don't my ball my eyebrows are brow like bald it's I've, all their insecurities laying out, laying out Neiman Marcus. I've, you know, you know what I mean? and I've, I've experienced the same thing where I've like, um, walked into like, um, like a Nordy's after a bender and I've looked in one of those magnifying mirrors and I just had to leave. I left. I just huh. hit the button. Thank you. <laughs> I had to leave. I had to, I just, and you stole I, the mirror, didn't you? Yeah. I ripped that mirror right, right off, the, off wall, the wall. You and just ran with it. it. What you didn't it, mention is it was a full length <laughs> and you were robbing the store. <laughs> you didn't mention that, did you? <laughs> and I smashed through the window. On yes. the way out. No, it's it the sometimes the um in with beauty, it's like and I mean, think about how many times you've had a friend or a girlfriend or whatever, and who you think is just the epitome of glamour is just so gorgeous, effortlessly beautiful, and then the, but what is 
your reality and their reality could not be further from oh. I mean there's no correlation completely no. well everybody's the protagonist in their own story and everybody thinks that they are the most their their dark circles are the darkest yeah. their hips are the widest yeah their pussy you know, is the smell the tightest <laughs> my pussy is you know it's so tight uh, you know people have different what I'm saying is Again, beauty's in the eye of the beholder. Same with people's flaws. Yes. Ugliness is sort of in the eye of the Mama, beholder I too. Am the, like, you want to come, you, you're talking about ugly? Bitch, I got you. I am the ugliest piece of shit Do you feel ever. good about yourself? No. Because out of drag, I, I know I'm not like Burt Reynolds, but I also... <laughs> <laughs> Let me just say, I know that I'm not Burt Reynolds. That is, that's your benchmark for yes. male beauty. Yes, Burt Reynolds. That's the, that's the apex for you. Okay. But I also know that like, there's enough things about me that are redeemable that someone's going to want to fuck me. Yeah. And like my, I believe when I was on Tinder dating, I was like, I'm going to, I'm going to match with someone or whatever who thinks I am exactly their type. Yeah. Cause okay. we're really talking about types. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Some people love, I've been with guys who are like, Oh my God, the first time I talk, first reason I talk to you is cause I love shaved heads. Well, the last, the listen to this, the, the, the last person I hooked up with was his, uh, he's like, <laughs> he was a baby and you thought you guys were the same age. <laughs> He's like, I love Nosferatu. <laughs> he did not say I love Nosferatu. And that makes me so happy because I give out big Nosferatu vibes. Yeah. So I'm I'm like, I'm in the market for somebody who's looking for a malnourished, pallid cave dweller. Right. You know what I mean? With some with big teeth in dark circles. And sketchy motives. And blood. And a mouthful of blood. <laughs> mouthful of blood. <laughs> One of the things I run into, like, <laughs> I don't think my type as a as a gay person matches my look as a gay person. Say that again. I don't think my type as a gay person. I think I have, like, the personality of a twink sometimes. Uh-huh. But I have, like, the the, inf- the, the structure oh. of someone's uncle. Oh, okay. <laughs> so it's like a weird mishmash. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, you do. You have, like... It's Freaky Friday. The it is dad Freaky and Friday. the daughter switched bodies. I'm in the dad's no, the, body, the, the but i The daughter's I'm, in the dad yeah, body. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> totally. Yeah, that's my life. <laughs> totally. I, I don't know what I've got going on. But the, the, the problem I have with my self-image is that I can... It's on the horizon... I feel like it's 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 achievable, but the clock is ticking now. Well, I've thought about that too Age because mama. I think as gay men, a lot of us in our 20s, I mean, this isn't just a gay show. We'll talk about a lot of things, but as far as insecurity goes, as gay men in our 20s, being young makes us in some way like, okay, well, at least I'm 21. Right. But then, you know, I'm 31 now and I'm like, I think I'm hitting my stride because I probably care about my body more than ever. Yeah. So my body's probably looking better and better all the time. My face hit the floor three years ago, <laughs> you know, uh, my, but you know, it's getting worse in that department. But then yeah. I, but then I listen to old videos of like, you know, I've been doing video stuff long enough. I'm like, Oh my, I don't like my voice at that age. Or like, I yeah. don't, I don't want my 21 year old. I don't want my 21 year old attitude. No. Or my voice or my, yeah. yeah, no, I don't even want my 21 year old body. You don't No. I was, um, uh, uh, I was definitely naturally thinner. You were skinny, much like and and really skinny. Yeah, I like, was, and I ate like an animal. Oh, did you? Yeah, and I just yeah. didn't gain weight. Period. We gotta talk about weight too. I mean, <laughs> I mean, crikey, crikey, ma'am. 
I mean, when we talk about beauty on the show, which I think we'll have lots of different guests of lots of different body types. Yeah. I think we're going to be really surprised how many people we find have issues with their body that we would never expect. Yeah. And also because for me, skinny is not a, I, the, my wheelhouse for myself and for those that I desire, skinny does not enter the picture at all. No. At all. I, I, at I all. feel the same way. I don't like skinny. I, especially for guys. I love chubby guys. Mama, I want to be smothered in your big fat blubbery rolls. Uh, girl, I want to look like I'm in a love sack commercial. <laughs> I love big guys and girls. I mean, love big guys. We're going to take a break. We'll be right back. And we are back. Yes, we are. We are going to have a lot of stuff coming up in the show. We're going to have weekly opportunities to talk about. Mary, we're coming at you every week. Celebrity trends. Yeah. Classic beauty. Yeah. Fashion faux pas. Yeah. Health and fitness. <laughs> yeah. Favorite products. Favorite products. Favorite trends. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> And I mean, obviously, the gu- I mean, the guests especially, I'm really excited because I think, oh, I'm so sorry, I keep, sa- I sat on the shade button, sorry. We know so many talented and beautiful people who are going to have really cool insight into it. Like an outrageous amount of access to the most incredibly talented people who often also happen to be incredibly gorgeous. Gorgeous. And I mean, if you're listening to and you're not like a beauty person, when we're talking about beauty, we're really talking about... Uh, self-esteem, self-image, trend, fashion, social, like media, social media, television. I mean, and humble and humble. Don't forget, you're listening to two of the ugliest people anyone's ever seen <laughs> sitting in my office talking into microphones on my computer. So like, where else are you going to hear unqualified people talk about what it's like to be beautiful? But you know what? You know what I found, though? This is what I... <laughs> It's fun that it's called the bald and the beautiful, though, because it suggests that there's us and then our beautiful guests. Exactly. That's, that's, that's the implication Two different here. categories. Yeah, there's two different categories. We fit squarely into one, and then we yet to come is the, the beautiful part. Yeah. But do you, I don't know if you remember, but in the movie The Witches of Eastwick, so... Whores! Yeah. Veronica Cartwright. Whores! Anal intercourse! Yeah. Can we swear on this? Absolutely. I don't like being censored in any way. I surely the fuck don't either, you goddamn cunt. (laughs) I never forget. I was, I think I was in New York and I was at Condé Nast doing some some piece of press that I'm sure was incredible. And (laughs) I said faggot and they told me I couldn't say it. And I've never remember the feeling of sitting there in a wig and being told I can't say faggot and being like, who can? Yeah. If I can't right now. Yeah. I mean. Don't tell me not to say it because it makes you uncomfortable. (laughs) It's it's for, you know, Bob upstairs. Well, (laughs) this is the bald and the beautiful. And I I mean, if anybody, we're hoping to make this kind of interactive. So if you guys want to tweet us with any humiliating beauty stories, fails, successes, questions. And who is your, um, who is for you the apex, the ultimate, um, the, the essence of beauty? Mm-hmm. Who is your Who is your beauty? Like maybe uh, from your childhood, from now, has it changed? Who t- represents to you the ultimate, the only in terms of beauty, glamour, and attractiveness? I think it tells off. you a lot about a person. Yeah. yeah. Who? Um. Give me another one. So, Burt Reynolds, Amanda, Amanda, Amanda. From- um. Give me another male, or give me another, another guy. Man. Yeah. Give me Who's another just guy. Just like, just just kill me, gorgeous. Devastating. Yeah. Like just wreck this hole and leave it for dead. Ryan Reynolds. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I think. Oh, John Krasinski. Okay. Holy shit. <laughs> Holy shit. Would you shit. let a battering ram? Yeah. Uh, yes. Um, Donald Glover. 
Oh yeah. Okay. Beautiful. Sure. Yeah. Um, you'd let him just like stuff it with annihilation and just, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I would let him fucking stomp me out like a cigarette. I'll let him break me. Like I would let him throw, I would let him, <laughs> I would let him drop a piano on my head. If he was like, uh, I'm really, I'll have sex with you, but I have this thing where I like to cut people's legs off. I'd be like, yeah, I'll get the saw baby. Like I'll go for it. I don't care. I don't care. I would let I would let Tom Hardy come to my family reunion and butcher every last one of my family. And I would watch and, and jerk off. And relatives. While it happens. And just let him go to town. Yeah. And he would kiss me on the cheek. Well, <laughs> do you want to invite people to subscribe? Yeah, why don't, hey, listen, hey, folks at home, why don't you go ahead and press that subscribe button? Smash that button. Because we're going to have new episodes every single week. That's 52 episodes a year. You better believe it. Mm-hmm. You know I'm just, I'm surprised it took us this long to start a podcast. No shit. Well, I've been mean, doing, uh, for almost, I think five years, five years. Isn't that but crazy. He, yeah, it is crazy. But he, if we really look at the formula, you got you overworked and me completely unstable. So <laughs> it has to be that, two, that magic zone where you're not, uh, naked Spirally. in someone's yard yeah. and I'm and not on a, an international <laughs> tour. Yeah, you have a slight window of availability yeah. that I can creep through half clothed and sweating. Yes. <laughs> you, you, if, if off the chance I come home and she's already in my house on an uninvited, <laughs> naked, teeth chattering, I'm like, let's just get a microphone and talk it through. Yeah. <laughs> I want to go on a journey and I want the listeners to, uh, to, uh, to come in the back seat with us. I am too. I think obviously we're really good at having fun, light conversation, but we accidentally touch on nuggets sometimes yeah. in a good way. It's like, I don't like to admit we help people, but I think we do. So we're basically like, you can think about it like this. Like we're, um, we're in the drivers in the past. We're, we're driving a car. You're in the back seat. We're growing cross country over beauty land. How and old am I? How old are you? In the- 23. Okay. Yeah. And when I'm in a car seat. Yeah, you're in a car seat. Got it. And you know, um we're we're dry we're we're driving, not drunk, and but every once in a while we're gonna clip some mirrors and we're gonna get <laughs> you know and uncover some truths. As an avid podcast listener, let me explain something too. Yeah. On iTunes and all that, the algorithm understands likes and reviews. R and R baby. So please subscribe. Literally go to the review section. I don't care what you write. Actually I do. So <laughs> I don't care if you write these two fags and you jump off a cliff, but for some reason, the algorithm understands, did you know this? It understands reviews and ratings and likes. Mama, math, numbers. But it could be all negative reviews, and no. I think it still understands it. Really? Well, let's keep it positive. Let's keep it positive. Let's keep it positive. Keep if it you, beautiful. If you ain't got nothing good to say, why don't you just shut the, shut the fuck up and stay the fuck home? Since um, it's called the bald and the beautiful, do you think we should have some kind of like, stay beautiful? <laughs> Like sign out? Is that too much? Team too much? I don't know. I'm not sold on that one. Okay, what about different boys? Stay beautiful. Or no, shine on. Bald and stay beautiful. Yeah. Shine on.